0: Carib Carter clues and welcome to leslie at large in nicaragua and this is a very special episode because it is it's leslie's birthday episode and she has a lot of regular day-to-day news for us we're going to wrap it all into one leslie happy birthday
1: Thank you. It's my birthday month. I always start celebrating early in September. So I will share what I did over the weekend with some friends. My actual birthday is September 13th. So looking forward to that and spending time with some friends. But yeah, it's always a fun time here, Nicaragua.
0: It's fantastic. My birthday was September 1st. So I think that means we're birth Virgos, right?
1: We are. How did we not discover this? Happy belated birthday. I hate I missed that. Now it all makes sense, Carter.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. So when we were talking earlier, you were saying you're going to talk to us about transportation. You know, sometimes you got to get down to the basics and say, "Okay, what's life really like when you make your move? So what is transportation like in Nicaragua?
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that maybe you'd don't get all the details before you come. You know, I would hear bits and pieces, but you know, you, you land, maybe you come in through Avianca, one of the plane choices, like we talked about, maybe you do cross over the border, but you get here. Hopefully it's at Grand Pacifica, this awesome community that I'm in, but you're here. And then you're like, now what? Yeah, sure. You can rent a car from the airport. You know, the rentals there, they're a little on the price end. I think, I think they're, Some of the companies are like $150 a day. Some are a little steep. There's some local, yeah, there's some local people and some local resources you have where you can rent them for like $70 a day. Um, So that's kind of steep doing it that way. We have what we call drivers. So we have a lot of drivers you can pay to pick you up at the airport and, you know, take them to wherever you're going in the country. Even if you're here just visiting, um, you know, a lot of our tourists and things that come here, a driver picks them up, brings them to Grand Pacifica, they're good to go. But then they're here, and now what? Now what do you do? So here at this property, like I said, 2,500 acres. People like to sometimes take bike rides. We have rental bikes. Uh, People that live here have bicycles. Motorcycles is a very, very common thing to see. And when you're driving down especially in managua there are motorcycles everywhere they're coming around there are no rules i don't think for the motorcycles they're coming over to the right of you they're coming to the left i was at a stop sign the other day or a stoplight, and they come right up there was like three of them lined up and they just came right up beside me and kind of passed me and just wedged their way in and I'm just like, man, do they not have any rules, but they do whatever they want. And unfortunately yeah. with the motorcycles, yeah. you know, you see a lot of tragic things happen here with the motors, especially night and stuff and some of <laughs> these windy roads. Right. So it's really sad, but it's an easy, you know, I think cost-effective way of transportation uh, for people. I know you can buy, you know, obviously you have a range of prices with motorcycles. I think around $900 to 1000 is kind of the average price for a motorcycle here. Obviously you could buy... A really high-end bells and whistles. But that's kind of what I'm told the average is for motorcycles, um, you know, for cars. I'm, I'm, Go ahead.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that about the drive, because that is one thing that I really, I, I want to, I guess, warn is the best word, folks, about pretty much in any Central American country, the driving habits are what I would call abysmal. I mean, it just is. Just look, just be prepared for it it's like it's like it's almost like there are no rules right (laughs) the bigger the vehicle that's (laughs) the more it gets It's so just just a word of warning yeah there we go
1: it it is you see it like a lot if you're in the city that's where it gets really crazy because you've got the taxis and the motos and then you've got you know, the the cows in the street are, you have everything, all types of animals everywhere. You have people just walking through the street. Like I'm amazed at busy intersections, just a mass of people will just start crossing the street while traffic's moving. It's like, I'm like, okay, I guess that's how they do it here. But it's very different than what you're accustomed to. So I know a lot yes. of my friends that moved here like they don't even want to drive in Managua. They're shocked that I do it. They're like,
0: No, you mean you
1: drive there? Like, I'm like, well, yeah, what am I supposed to do? I want to get around, you know? But a lot of people won't, they hire a driver out. Now we'll tell you, like, if you do own your own vehicle, which um, I came, when I first came, I just had a driver. I didn't have my own vehicle. I did purchase a used vehicle, have an um, older Forerunner, And, um, you know, you can get a good used vehicle from anywhere from, you know, probably like five to seven, $8,000. Um, so a lot of people just do that, pay cash, be done. Um, then if you wanted a brand new vehicle, you know, a car probably in the $20,000 range, um, trucks, probably more like 30,000. Now you can get some real high end vehicles and things, the land cruisers, you know, you're going to spend 70,000, but for the most part, what I see here, people just, they don't they don't. They don't identify by their vehicles like I think people do in the states. You know, no. most drive used vehicles. If they get new, it's a very modest vehicle. They um, Toyota is what you see a lot of here, and it's because parts are readily available. They have a little bit different, you know, models and things than we would have in the U.S., for example. That's right. But that's a very common choice. People are like, go Toyota. You can't go wrong. Um, I've not had issues. We've had a few things I've had to get done to the Forerunner. And there's mechanics all around here. And, you know, you talk to your neighbors, they tell you who they trust, who they use. You know, you go, they get the parts, they do it. It's not been a a difficult process. I will say in Managua, uh, last week, I went and had my first oil change at like, you know, like, like you would go to in the States, you know, you go in and it's kind of rough around the edges. You sit down, they have their bad TV going, and you just sit in there waiting for them to change your oil. I went ahead and said, let's do the works, because I didn't know what all had been done on the vehicle. So I got, you know, the oil filter and the air filter, all these, I think, three or four different filters, and got the oil changed. My windshield wipers were driving me crazy. We're in the rainy season. They were making that loud noise i'm like i need new windshield wipers please before i go insane so i got new windshield wipers and i'm sitting here i'm looking at the receipt All i right. mean from the oil to everything there's one two three four five six seven things on here and labor everything it costs me 96 us dollars
0: that's fantastic for everything i that's thought fantastic. it was pretty good yeah, yeah that's great i mean the in the u.s the oil change where i live the oil change alone can be 30 30 to between 30 and 40 dollars right, alone. Right. So that, that yeah. is fantastic. I should mention a little a little tip for if you have a car problem, if it's in if, if if it's the same in Nicaragua as it was as it is in Honduras, if you have a car problem, here's, here's what I advise people: get out of the car, lift up the hood, and wait. And 10 people will come who, honest to God, know what's wrong. It can fix it. Help. I, I never saw anything like it. So, oh, see, see, no so problema. <laughs> Done. Yeah, Done. So, just a little little tip on car repair there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of same thing, one time I had I had trouble, <laughs> and I was I was on this little road outside the community, but I stopped at a place. So, when I first moved here, you would see these tires, and they were painted with something in Spanish. Like I don't even know the word. I should by now. It starts with the V, but. In my mind, I'm like, oh, they must fix tires there because it it was always a tire that was painted with this on it. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's that's your clue. That's where you go. And I stopped there, though, because I could tell they had, you know, they did stuff with cars. And I don't remember what they did, but they were looking for things. And it was only like a couple dollars is all they charged me. And I'm like, I don't care where you go in the States. I don't think even to diagnose a the vehicle, they wouldn't just say it was a couple of dollars. I was no. shocked. I was going, wait a minute. What? That's all they're going to charge me? so it's very different here for sure you find like i said ask your neighbors they know where to send you who to talk to um whether you know you have a used vehicle or a new um i found it to be very simple so if you're brave and you want to have your own car and drive get out there and do it if you're not still buy your own car you can pay a driver so literally you pay them probably like 20 dollars. Um, And that they'll take you to the city and back. So that's about, you know, hour, hour and a half away, depending on traffic. So they'll take you in the morning or whenever you want to go. If you want to go to one shop or 10 shops, they don't care. They'll take you around to the different shops, whatever errands you have to run. They're so great. They're so nice. Usually they'll help, you know, put the bags in your car for you, do whatever. Usually I try to, you know, grab them something to eat for lunch or whatever. And then they'll come back again. If you have a trunk load of groceries, guess what? They help bring them in your house and you pay them $20. And it's, you don't have the stress of driving if that, you know, intimidates you.
0: So you have, you, you have your own chauffeur for 20 bucks.
1: It, I mean, that, yeah, that's exactly. a dream.
0: I swear to God, that is a yeah. dream come true. I love yeah,
1: it. It's, it's a good I deal. I think it's a great deal. Yeah. Sometimes, even though I'm comfortable driving, there are some days if I have, you know, things that I need to be doing, or I, I don't want to have to, you know, deal with certain things, then I'll just pay the driver and take that stress off of me
0: incredible you know honest to god the one way anybody will ever tell if i become rich is i will have a chauffeur so i love so i love what you're saying i love it yeah Yeah, it's great it's
1: great now i will tell you here at grand pacifica another cool thing we call them moto taxis it's almost like um What do you call them in some of the other countries kind of like the tuk-tuks or something like that but it's the little moto but it has the covered seat you know behind it two people are scrunched in there in the back so you see those quite frequently all up and down the little streets here um they come in the community so you can catch one of those i think you pay like 200 cordobas which i don't have my phone on me to do the math but it's a couple dollars and you can maybe four or five bucks um They'll take you like from Grand Pacifica to California, which is a neighboring community. Uh, They'll take you to San Rafael, which has the Mercado and some shops there. And that's about a, normally about a 25 minute, you know, drive by car. So they'll take you for $20 again, $20. They they like $20, $20, you can go to San Rafael. They'll wait on you again to do your errand shopping. They'll bring you back in the little moto taxi. So that's another option. Getting around the community. We talked about the golf cart thing that yes. a lot of people drive golf, golf carts here. Yeah. So that's an easy one to get around the property. A used golf cart is probably going to run you anywhere from like 3500 to 5000 right. Uh The new ones, and especially new ones, you would have to get, you know, brought into the country. So that's where it gets a little more uh, costly. So they could be, you know, 10000 and on up to get oh, a yeah, golf yeah.
0: cart. Yeah, golf carts in the U.S. are very expensive now. I mean, and the, it's funny. The used price you just gave are about what you pay in the US for a used golf cart. Interesting. About, about the okay. same. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because I have two used ones at my at our place up in West Virginia. One right. very, very old that I got for fifteen hundred bucks. You're not gonna find that kind of bargain often, folks. But right, yeah, around right. three, three to four thousand <laughs> is a good price for a used golf cart. That's very good. Gotcha. That's very good, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: so and that's what all things about, transportation. What I mean, what other questions do you think people have when it comes to
0: vehicles? I, I know I, I know a question people are gonna have because everybody who I ever talk to who, who I tell, you know, I have a home in Honduras and all and the idea of getting around comes up, they always ask, Well, what's it what's it like? On a chicken bus. What's a okay. chicken bus? So what's, your, what's your share experiences on chicken buses?
1: Okay. Yeah, I should have known the chicken bus topic was, would come up. I have yet to do a chicken bus. I'm not going to pretend that I have. Uh, okay. I see them all the time. I pass them. I will tell you my viewpoint from being driving behind the chicken bus. Let me just tell you. You see some very interesting things. They swing open that back door of the bus and there is not an inch of space. People are crammed in there. People are jumping in the back, jumping in the side door. Sometimes they're throwing things on top of the bus and there's a lot going on when they stop at the bus stops. It's really too overwhelming for me, but I've seen people just like jumping in the back door and they're like hanging onto the door. They can't even close the door because it's so full. So they just kind of hang onto it until they get to the next bus stop. So. I don't know if I, I, I really, I am adventurous, but I'm not sure. I think i draw the line. I'm not sure if I'll I, ever get on a chicken bus. I'll well, observe I, from behind, but that's probably it for me.
0: I took, when I lived in Honduras for about a year, I took the chicken bus every day. And folks, you the did. chicken buses are usually old uh, school buses from the United yeah. States and they brightly painted in bright colors, all different colors usually. <laughs> like, like, uh, I remember one that had, uh, Durham School District on it. Dorm, what is the <laughs> South of North Carolina? Right, yeah. <laughs> but you're exactly right. You are in there like sardines, okay? And and <laughs> packed together. But everybody is friendly. I, I saw one chicken, by the way, the whole time I rode him. Everybody is friendly. Everybody is quiet and reserved. And, uh, and, and yeah, there is a little frenzy getting off and on. You want to make sure you're not left behind because sometimes you have to get off to let other people... But it, it is, and and it's incredibly cheap, and it, it yep. gets you where you want to go. I mean, that's it.
1: <laughs> and a lot of people, that's that's what they do every day. They take those chicken buses. Now, they also have, you have what's called Tika bus that are the nicer buses, and that's really if you're going between, say, you want to yes. leave Nicaragua and go to Costa Rica, or you want to go to Honduras, you know, all these different places. And I've heard I haven't been on one of those yet. That I am going to experience. I That I'll oh. sign up for and do at least once, probably not more than once, but I'll do it once to see. The big buses,
0: um, yeah, they they are very, very, you know, nice. very, very nice. I mean, yeah. I, when I would ride them from La Ceiba to, let's say, San Pedro Sola in Honduras, you're talking about very plush buses with bathrooms on them. I mean, it's oh. just, yeah, excellent, excellent. Nothing well, at all I, like the chicken bus.
1: I do know, I, I know the cost of it because remember I had that little border fiasco so I, I had to buy a, right. Tika, a Tika bus ticket but I didn't ride the bus um, and I think the round trip ticket was like $60. So yeah. that's not bad.
0: Nothing, it's like next yeah. to nothing. I think the chicken bus is 25 cents and the <laughs> and you're right, around $50 for a long distance bus. A long and distance. Very comfortable. And some of them they serve you Snack or lunch if you're going to be, yeah. So, oh. so there we go. Not well, a bad I think deal. That's not a bad deal at all. It's very, very nice. So, I think you have covered the waterfront on transportation for us. That's I think very, so. Very good. It's
1: easy to do. I tell people, like, get to know. I mean, obviously, they have different probably laws and rules that we do, but if you know the basics, I mean, you're going to see the red stop sign. It's not going to say stop, it's going to say alto, but guess what? That's stopping Spanish. So get to know at least the phrases in Spanish and those type of things. Oh, another cool trick, Waze, the app Waze. It works here in Nicaragua and it's dead on. It's just like how it works anywhere else. You know, it'll tell you when, oh, there's police coming. Oop, there's a wreck. So the Waze does work. It's very accurate. So definitely download that app, use it. You'll yeah. be able to get around everywhere.
0: Very good. Well, Thank you very, very much. And now we're going to let you go to celebrate your birthday month. Fantastic. Congratulations. Happy birthday.
1: Yes. On the next episode, I'll, I'll give you more details and share some of the fun things I've done this month for celebrating my birthday. But we'll save that for a special episode on the next one.
0: That's fantastic. Thank you, Leslie. Excellent. Great to visit Excellent. with you. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. It's easy to get around in these countries. Very easy. Again, if you're going to drive be prepared. But otherwise, there's really no, no reason to drive. The bus service is great, uh, whether it's the chicken bus or the big buses. Taxis are fairly inexpensive. Um, and so sit back, enjoy yourself, let somebody else do the driving. And as I always tell you, let's do this thing.